0: Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Podcast Unfiltered, which is a Castworks original show. This is the podcast for you if you are interested in insider stories of podcasts and amazing podcasters. I'm your host, Bijay Gautam, and I would like to thank you for joining me as we bring you everything that goes behind the curtains to put together a podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Sankar and Bisnu from Writer and Geek Podcast. These two brothers got into podcasting to chat about everything that you'd like to Google, but you simply won't because you are too lazy to do that. They chat about everything under the sun from smoking to airplanes and so on. Sankar is a writer by profession and apparently talks less, while Bishnu is a software engineer and he does most of the talking on his podcast and on this episode as well. I invited Sankar and Bisnu on Podcast Unfiltered to talk about how they pick a topic, how they research content and what does success means to them. And it is entirely different for both of them, which I found pretty fascinating. Before we dive in, guys, if you are looking at starting your own podcast, you must check my six weeks group podcast coaching program. This is where I help people like you craft your message, design your show, master the technical aspect, and launch your podcast with a bang. Check out the details at bjspeaks.com forward slash coaching. You can find the link on the description of this episode. Now, enjoy the conversation. Guys, there's a small problem. At around 20 minutes, our call got disconnected because my internet shut down all of a sudden. And when we connected back, I have realized at the end of the conversation that my voice after 20 minutes was being recorded using the laptop microphone, not my microphone that you are listening to this voice right now from. Don't hit me for that. I know I should have met sure, that audio quality was great before recording the second part of it. But I'm putting this episode out because there is some amazing insights and Bishnu has shared about measuring the success of your podcast on the second half of it. I'm sure that you will enjoy this episode. As far as the audio quality is concerned, I'll make sure that you get the best of audio quality on upcoming episodes. Enjoy the content. Guys, I have got Sankar and Bisnu from Writer and Geek podcast. And today I finally got to know who is Sankar and who is Bisnu. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, I'm not going to forget in the future. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Vijay. I think uh, Writer and Geek has reached its peak right now, you know, to make it into the elite list of uh, your interviews. So, we, it's we, a pleasure, yeah, it's a pleasure for us tell my
0: listeners who is who okay. who is that guy who spoke first <laughs>
1: uh, so i am vishnu uh this is my voice <laughs> uh, we host a podcast called the writer and geek show uh, it's a weekly podcast and we talk about everything uh, under the sun mostly the things that you can go and google about but you being lazy you don't do it so we help you out in that case <laughs> so this and, is vishnu
2: yeah this is shankar and i'd be the one who'd be talking less You must have already wondered. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I was already coming to that point. Like, is it always like Sankar? So who does the research? Like who is the person behind doing extensive research for this i let shankar
2: take this one okay so uh the ah, i knew that like
0: <laughs> it happens in the organizer. like the person who works doesn't get opportunity to present right to make it sound like this is me who has done all the work yeah. so the same goes
1: with vishnu mm, Yeah,
0: yeah shankar right. puts on all the work and vishnu is like hey here's the amazing information that i brought for you uh, the, the
1: thing is i've been working for a corporate since nine years so you learn a little
2: bit uh, of corporate
1: trade so that's what is happening
0: here
2: i'm still <laughs> struggling to learn yeah
0: how do you research because it's a co-hosted so which means you have to put on a lot of your heads on on researching about the topic that you are going to talk about on your podcast. We'll talk about the process but before that just uh, walk me through who was the culprit out of two who found podcasting Okay and said and pushed the another one. okay let's do this. Who was it?
1: So I've been in tech since the beginning of my career and I I was introduced to podcast I think somewhere around end of 2012. Uh, when I started listening to a lot of tech podcasts, um, some of my favorites were Shop Talk to where they talk about front-end design and all that kind of stuff. It was by accident. I didn't know that there was something called podcasting. But when I started listening, I really started loving it. Um Initially, it was very tech-focused stuff that I started listening. Then I found out that there is a wide variety of other stuff. There is a podcast for everything. And this was, I think, a time when podcasts were on the rise in the United States and Europe. I started listening to more shows uh, then. Around a year and a half later, sometime in 2014, I started wondering if people can do this about all these things, can we also do something, right? Uh, but the problem at that point is I didn't have anything to say or rather uh, we didn't know what to make the show about. And at, at this point, Shankar is nowhere in the f- uh, picture. He is not listening to any podcast and he's not interested at all. So, so when was it? 2012, you said, right? Yeah, this is around 2014. So I've been listening for a year and a half and something. But I always had this thing in mind that, you know, someday I'm going to start my show, but I'm not sure what it is. I thought, you know, maybe a show about talking about inspiration and stuff, but that didn't work out because I am not a guy who could talk about all the inspiration. I had no life experience to talk about is what I, I realized. So I just kept that on hold. Uh, Then we moved on, came to 2017 and this urge was there inside me. You know what? We have to get started. Everybody is doing it now. You know, why not we start? So one day I sat and discussed with Shankar. He was still not into podcasts at that time. And we used to have this conversation about everything under the sun like universe and, you know, moon landing and little bit of uh, genetics and all those kind of things. These were just regular conversation. We go for a walk, we'll have a conversation or uh, some friends come over and we'll discuss with them. So I said, now we are doing all these conversations on the side. Why don't we do proper research and put them online so that we extend this conversation to people who might be interested in the same subject, right? So he was not convinced at first. Uh, I'll let him tell his part of the story. So, he was not convinced at first. <laughs> I uh, You know, I just had to just uh, go ahead and b- get a mic and just get the process started. Then slowly, he started getting interested. So, that's roughly how we started with this podcast. So, Sankar recall the first
0: story when he came to you and said okay let's get this done
2: okay he has given a fair outline of how it happened so but before getting into that i have to address the elephant in the room <laughs> like he actually started a podcast in 2015
0: yeah i've heard about that something
1: that he never released out yeah
2: no he actually <laughs> released a
1: do you know what i still have at least 6 or 7 episodes of those in my cloud uh, which i've not released and one of them was in cloud. I'm going to find a hack to <laughs> hack that cloud because you have been talking this for a while for, I think
0: you've talked earlier on one of your episodes and also on uh, with the safe on his episode, but yeah. I'm definitely going to find somebody to hack that thing and put it out there.
1: <laughs> you know, who knows? We might just release one of yeah. them for the hundredth uh, and episode <laughs> or something. i that day, you know. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so the thing was, uh, he did a few episodes uh, and after that he thought, okay, he'll interview me. That's the funniest okay. part because. I was into music a lot, so he thought, you know, it'll uh, turn it into a uh, interview uh, where he'd interview some uh, budding musician or something. He recorded that episode, it was around like 45 minutes, but never released it. That's where it stopped. So, basically, I came into the platform just to stop him from, uh, you know, <laughs> releasing more episodes. So, uh, later on, like in 2017, as uh, he mentioned, one day he came up to me and he's like, you know what, why don't we... Just record it and put it out there. Anyway, we have all these talks. So, why not make it useful for the others? So, that's how it started. But uh, I was actually reluctant at first because I love my singing voice, but not my talking voice. Not at all. And uh, once we started, you know, you finally get used to it. But still, I don't listen to our episodes at all anymore. Unless I'm editing, I won't listen to it.
1: (laughs) He's not much of a podcasting person. You won't believe it being a host of a podcast. I do listen
2: to like... Only a handful of podcasts because I'm still getting into it. You won't believe it, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Whenever we take a topic, uh, what we do is like the person who is interested in that topic, they do most of the research so that's okay. how
0: it works it's interesting uh because even like you are saying that you're just uh trying to getting used to it but the kind of chemistry that you guys bring on the so that is really uh amazing the kind of conversation that the discussions that you guys hold you know on your podcast is uh doesn't you know make listeners feel like that Sanka is still getting used to it <laughs>
2: yeah that's...
0: so i think you have definitely <laughs> compassed over that so then, you know, that was the idea. Like, okay, let's get something started. And uh, so how was this idea or what was that inspiration or what's the reason behind choosing this particular format of the So, okay, we both of us are going to sit in front of microphone and then, you know, start discussing about the everything possible on this earth.
1: Um, I think one of the reasons that we did this, initially, at least, uh, we thought that, you know, it would be safer to not choose a very narrow or a niche topic, which would help us in coming up with more episodes uh at least that was the idea when we started then we realized that you know however uh, our stuff doesn't fall under one specific category right so we are more like if you have heard stuff you should know they cover a wide variety of uh, subjects so our show is kind of modeled after that but a little bit more informal uh, in the sense that we don't claim to be sports in the field our intention is just to get you interested in the topic you are free to go and do your uh, rest of your research take phd in the subject or do whatever you want with it so that's the idea and the reason that we chose this kind of a format where we are sitting together, it, it's more convenient. It's more of a convenience thing uh, because it doesn't put us in too much of restriction when it comes to st- uh, recording an episode. It's just both of us getting together, getting the equipment set up, doing some research on the topic and just talking to each other. right? So as you mentioned, the person who is interested in the topic does most of the research. So if you listen to our episode, it's more like the other person is curious. And most of the times, that expression that you get from a person when uh, the other person states something, it's complete, genuine surprise. It's not uh, just acting for the podcast. So that helps us keep it more genuine as well. That's the reason one person does most of the research. So that bunch of surprise elements that come in and the reactions that you're seeing is genuine. So that's one of the reasons that we chose this format. It's uh, more pure convenience over anything else, in fact. And off late, we have been thinking a little bit about how to, you know, make a little bit of difference, you know, probably get some people to talk along with us uh, in the subject that we are talking about. So, that is still under works. But I can promise you that, you know, upcoming episodes are going to be a little bit more different from what it was before.
2: Yeah. And uh, just to add on to it, like, what worked for us more than, you know, choosing the right theme and, you know, or the format was like, we more than being brothers, we are like more like friends, okay? Mm -hmm. So, that's the difference you'll find here and uh, that kind of brought that rapport we have uh, into the show. So, it's like, usually when we have a conversation offline also, it's almost similar to how we record and post it. So, it was like, we never had to do anything extra to get that, you know, chemistry between us. So, that kind of worked out.
1: And also, the topics that we choose are uh, topics that are of genuine interest. So, um, let's say we take Talk about Bitcoin. Those are the kind of stuff that, if you look at the topics, right, these are the things that we are curious about. We would have done some research to try and understand what it is. So, the thing is, uh, we are sure that there are other people who are curious about these kind of stuff. So, for them, it would be easier to get an overview about what it is. And if they are interested, and we don't go too much in depth about stuff because. That would be difficult for us because we are not subject matter experts, but it's deep enough to create a curiosity in the other person's mind and let them go and explore on their own. So that is the intention. Hmm. So you all you are trying to do is just give them thoughts
0: and ideas that, you know, they just listen to you and get overview and then just go back and do their own research if they would like to explore more on that particular topic. Right. Right. Uh, That's interesting. So now let me get back to the research part that Sankar was uh, referring early on on this episode itself. So walk me through, how do you first decide the topic? Or do you like kind of do a pool of another 10 topics? Or do you do it every week? Okay, this is do you pick single topics for every week? Or do you do okay now here are the 10 different topics for different other 10 episodes. And then after you start researching about that, Walk me through the you know process of uh, picking the topics and then uh, researching.
2: Okay, so uh, when we started out, what we did was uh, we took a notebook and wrote about a list of 50 topics which we could do about, which included history, uh, you know, science, space and then even music and all that. But probably like halfway through, not even halfway, probably after doing 10 episodes, we realized that's not going to work because uh, guitar is something that interests both of us, okay? I've been playing for at least 10 years. You've been playing for more than that. Yeah. We thought guitar would be a nice topic to, you know, work on. But once we started the research, right, we figured, okay, this is not going to work at all. So sometimes what happens is like, even though we think that a a topic would suit uh, for our research and putting up a podcast on about, uh, it does not really work out. So we dropped that act of you know like writing down topics and um, you know working on it we still have a list but not everything on it will go on and turn into an episode so what we do is like once we are done with an episode uh, we'll decide okay next episode who is gonna take the initiative and do the research and work on it so that person would choose a topic and uh, research throughout the uh, week and we have our own research methodology Uh, so uh, I'd like Vishnu to like go ahead and talk
0: so maybe can you first break down your research methodology like how do you research yeah
2: yeah so how I started like once I find, find the topic I just read about it just go ahead
0: do you decide or both of you mutually agree okay this is going to be the topic or it is like you pick and I'm fine with that how does that work
2: okay sometimes we don't even talk about you know what we're <laughs> gonna research about the day when we are recording that's when in the morning I'd come and you know tell them like this is what we're gonna talk about so yeah <laughs> okay, that never cool. happens so uh, we are fine okay. with that I think yeah
1: so, I, I think we have had very uh, less instances where we have rejected a topic. It has yeah. happened but very re- le- there have been instances where we have recorded one complete episode and we have never published it. That's yeah. also happened.
2: Mm-hmm. So once uh, I choose a topic I'd go read about it first. So for example if it's like a serial killer thing uh, I'd just go read their bio. Most probably start with Wikipedia of course but then uh, when it comes to like serial killers you have to read a lot of uh, you know newspaper articles and all that so you'd start from wikipedia then you go to like newspaper articles then you search on youtube for documentaries or like netflix if you have something great but we don't uh, actually try to do people who are there on netflix and do an episode on uh, on our podcast the research po- process is like over the weeks time i'd read as much as i can about that person i'd Collect those links and put it on my Google Keep. And then on, uh, probably on Thursday or Friday, I'll, uh, come back home. I'll sit and I'll just refresh the whole thing, read the whole, uh, all the articles and, uh, just watch glimpses of the things I've watched again and I'll load it down on a piece of paper.
0: Okay, so this is where you organize the you yeah. know, flow of what are flow. the different things and yeah, the flow. what yeah, sequence the you will flow. be discussing. The, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: so that's how I research. I'll uh, write it on a piece of paper. Once we have recorded it, I'll just take the paper and, you know, uh, write it and post it on my laptop and we'll take it as a show note. So that's how the research process from my side works. And it's pretty simple. While you're just reading it, you just write it down. That's all reading and writing that's all
0: yeah reading and writing but you have mentioned like it takes you almost a week like yeah how much of your time and efforts that you put on that oh, like we uh, do, do in in terms of hours for an episode yeah
2: okay it depends on the topic so uh, for example i think one of the episodes which have fared well for us is like about smoking so that took me almost like 10 days of research
0: how many hours every day
2: when I'm at work, I'll just read articles in between work, and also it would take around like at least one hour per day. Yeah, mm. and
0: that's a lot of. Research, I think, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's fun, right? You like uh, the topics, so you just read about it. And uh, I think the longest research podcast that uh, I've done is on uh, the serial killer called uh, Cyanide Mohan. It almost took like three weeks, three or four weeks. So wow. the issue was that uh, you don't find genuine articles because they are indeed serial killer. So, once you read from one, uh, you know, a news outlet uh, and you go and read from another article, they'll have like conflicting uh, news. So, I had to find out, figure out which are the genuine sources and then accordingly, you know, conduct the research. So, it took me almost like three weeks of time on and off and I uh, do like probably one hour uh, per, per
1: day. Okay, awesome. How about you, Vishnu? I think my research process is also somewhat similar to this uh, except that When I get a topic in hand, normally Saturdays, I'll go to some coffee shop and spend some couple of hours there. So, I use that time for my research. Vijay, if you remember, during one of our very first interactions, you mentioned that, you know, uh, we have extensive show notes for each of the episodes, right? So, we are both lazy. So, what I do is, uh, instead of, you know, drafting and researching everything and then trying to write down the show notes, my research is my show notes. So, what I do is, as and when I research, I start writing down stuff. So, the platform that we host is little, uh, you know, it's called Jekyll and it's like little technical stuff. So, I... What's that? It's called Jekyll. It's a blogging platform, actually. It's a, okay. it's a flat file kind of a thing. It's a very technical Jekyll. stuff. Jekyll. No, J-E-K-Y-L-L. Uh, it's a okay. blogging engine. Uh, So, in that, you'd write things down in markdown format. So, it's easier. You can just take a notepad and start jotting down things. So, as and when I research, I start jotting things down, uh, which ultimately becomes my show notes so i don't need to put extra effort into writing show notes because my show note itself is my guide as how to structure my episode so i write down everything i voraciously start consuming content you know reading from different sources and even offline encyclopedias which we own and probably go and watch some documentary just cross-reference everything make sure that you know what they're saying here is uh, you know there is a uh, proof for that and all that kind of stuff Because the last thing you want is a bunch of people coming and telling you that, you know, what you mentioned in last episode is all BS. So we kind of take a little bit of precaution because the thing is that although we don't claim that we are experts, uh, we should have some uh, validity in what you're saying. Right. Otherwise, next time people won't like to listen, saying that, oh, they just, you know, blabber about something they don't do their check their facts and stuff. So I just go to multiple sources, make sure that, uh, you know, what I'm reading and what I'm trying to include in my episode is a fact and there are no loopholes. So that takes a lot of time, this cross-referencing thing. And as you mentioned, uh, it depends on episode. Like we did one episode on coffee. Even I'm a coffee enthusiast, so I have already done my research and I know a little bit about coffee even before we did the episode. So that helped a lot. So that episode's entire research took me maybe one and a half hours of coffee uh, of the time I took in coffee shop. So that was Mm. a very short research time and I could just structure because I already know how it is done. But there are certain other like we did one episode on Formula One. Although I'm a fan of Formula One, there are so much of technicalities that you don't know and the history and all that kind of stuff. So you just really need to cross-reference and make sure you're getting the right stuff. And I, I know many of my friends are big fans of Formula 1. If I get a fact wrong, they're going to come back. So that is where it takes more time for me. It's not about collecting the data. It's just cross-referencing and making sure that, you know, uh, whatever is mentioned is true. So uh, overall, I would say on average for me, um, I would start during the beginning of the week. My research wouldn't be very uh, evenly spread across the week. It would be more intense during the later stages like thursday friday and saturday uh, if you're recording on a, a sunday night or something like that
0: so once you guys complete doing the research and you know sucker puts it down on the paper and uh, you put it down on you know jekyll which is a blogging platform that you have said uh, so after that, like when you are actually having conversation, then you have like bulleted points or then you have like the whole uh, detailed script. So you just have bulleted points and then you discuss on those topics, which is like a more natural conversation. Right. It's not end to end scripted or, uh, you know, things like that.
1: Exactly. So we don't script any of the episode. All uh, if you look at uh, my show notes before the show, it will be just bullet points. So that will give me an idea of what next to talk about. But the entire conversation is completely uh, unscripted. So the reaction from the other person, it's all quite genuine. The problem with scripted thing is that it shows through the... And you, you said the chemistry and all that things, right? It doesn't come through. So, we cannot make uh, jokes on the fly about something that is scripted and also we avoid that completely. We use the show notes only as a guide. Uh, rest of the things that's in our mind just comes out, you know, as in when you see the, the notes that you've taken. Yeah, so, we yeah, keep the, the conversation genuine. Yeah,
2: the points are just to, you know, mark uh, what all milestones are, like what all check post you have to hit. So, in between, you know, wherever you go, it just depends on that day and, you know, how our moods are and all that.
1: Yeah. And if you have listened to our episodes, right, we digress quite a bit from the yeah. core topic at times uh, that is a thing and and that is something that people have found interesting as well in the sense that when we listen to one episode of writer and geek show we are not just getting information about the core topic there are some small small other things which you normally don't get to hear anywhere else which comes through the yeah. you know as a part of the episode so that keeps yeah. them interested till the end because some surprising things do come up in the you know in between and those things are also completely unscripted those are the things we have experienced or we have read about much earlier before. So which just comes to our mind at that point And we just include that in the show as well. Yeah,
2: so. so I've heard from a lot of people that when you choose a topic and do an episode on that, you have to stick to it and, you know, not to like divert a lot. But I think that's the unique thing about <laughs> our podcast where we choose a topic, but we talk a lot about other stuff too. And people have come back to me like I have a friend named Stan. Uh, so he's like an avid listener of our podcast. He has, you know, come back to us and he's he's been like, you know, you guys divert a lot from the topic, but still, I don't know. I find it's really interesting. If it was like some other podcast, I wouldn't have listened to it. But this is like very interesting because we are gaining like more knowledge about something else and yeah, about the topic too.
0: Yeah, but I think the reason, uh, you know, for that, for your podcast specifically is there is no defined uh, you know, niche for your podcast. Like people are kind of open for any kind of information that you are sharing, right? For example, if on my podcast, the inspiring talk, for instance, like the people are there for the, you know, content on inspiration. The moment I move from something other than like self-help or personal development related content, then people would be like, what is he talking about? (laughs) Because they, you know, don't want to learn about like things other than the inspiring talk because it's inspiration because it's very niche targeted, you know, topic. And, uh, uh, Safe cannot talk about anything other than travel because his podcast is all about travel. The moment he starts talking about, uh, you know, coffee and maybe uh, smoking <laughs> and, you know, that people are like, what the hell is this guy talking right, about, right. right? So I think that's a uh, good place that you are in because your listeners know that there is no as such, you know, things that I need to be prepared and I should be actually looking at this podcast. They would be talking anything on this earth and it's totally fine even if they are. I think that's a very interesting thing uh, because uh, when I teach, you know, people... Mm-hmm. I myself tell them, like, stick out there on the topic. Don't talk about how the weather is there in Bangalore and how it is here in Delhi. But maybe, you know, when you start talking about the weather, then you can talk about a lot of different things, you know, on the weather when you talk about that on your podcast. So, yeah. Do you usually put out everything that you record or how does that trimming process or editing uh, looks like for you guys?
1: Um, I think... When we started, there was a lot of editing that happened because we were both not experienced with talking a lot, uh, you know, into the microphone and listening to our own voices. Uh, We used to, you know, uh, get stuck here and there. And uh, the editing process used to be long. But I think we have uh, polished ourselves in the past uh, couple of years. And uh, at least now the editing process is mostly cutting out some of the Google and (laughs) some jokes which we cannot uh, you know yeah. publish <laughs> you know some kind of kind stuff of inappropriate yeah inappropriate stuff, that stuff happens which a we, lot. yeah which would have just come out so we just cut those things off and finally doing some post processing and all that kind of stuff so, uh, so uh, i think right now the post processing is mostly about making the audio sound better and, more, and less about you know editing stuff out so, if we record, let's say, a 50-minute episode, I, we'll have at least usable 40 to 45-minute of content from yeah, yeah.
2: that. Editing part would come around, like, max to max 5 minutes. That, that too. Wow! Yeah, that too, it'll be like, you know, water break will be there, you
1: know. Or we would have made some yeah. noise, dropped something, yeah, yeah, yeah. or so you know, some would vehicle like, would have gone passing outside our yeah, house yeah, yeah. or something. Like so that, that, that would be mostly it. But now, at the editing process, we listen to it during the, you know, uh, editing. And if something like this comes out, which is not favorable for the audience to listen, we just cut that out. That's yeah, all it
2: is. We don't even, like, cut out the ahs and ums. We yeah. just let it be. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that makes it more uh, natural, I yeah. feel, at least. Natural. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So it obviously, like, it, yeah. yeah, it depends on the kind of content, uh, you know, kind of so that you are creating because your so is more of, like, information plus a bit of banter that you guys have with each other in that so if you've got a lot of that ums and ahas then you know the whole point of making your show conversational and making it like more relatable will just uh, doesn't work because you are now trying to make it more professional while you are having uh, the conversation which uh, you know is more casual
1: so other yeah. thing that we probably most of the times edit out is uh, sometimes the conversation goes astray too much and we feel that that will not be something that the listener would be interested in So in that case, we actually, you know, cut off an entire uh, section out from our podcast that's also happened.
2: But that's like very rare. And uh, actually, the freedom to do like whatever we want has resulted in one issue. Like we couldn't actually define what our show is about, you know, and (laughs) it took a lot of time for us to come back and be like, you know, it's a show about whatever you can Google, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah, we thought like this would suit but it actually took us yeah. a lot of time to come up
1: with. I, I mean especially when you fill up forms and stuff right about, <laughs> uh, talk about your podcast what is it and when you're trying to put an itunes uh, friendly kind of a description we have always thought what is it about yeah. because we talk about everything we cannot say that it's a show about everything yeah. so what we did is we thought and we came up with the idea that okay it's a show about things that you can google but you want <laughs> yeah. right so i like that it's very interesting <laughs> yeah because
2: that's like i i wanted to research about something but One day I wanted to research about something and I was like, okay, I don't want to Google about it. That's when it hit me like, you know, this is what our description should be. Yeah. Interesting. So,
0: you know, you guys have done, I think, uh, over 50 episodes now and uh, definitely you guys have learned a lot along the way along this journey. Uh, Sankar is uh, still getting used to podcasting (laughs) Uh, and uh, Vishnu is again, you know, both of you are pro, obviously. Uh, So, when would you guys, like, after recording the episode, What is that thing or maybe metrics, um, you know, that makes you feel that "Ah, now this episode is like damn good. When do you feel that? Like what needs to happen on your episode for you guys to personally feel that? I'm not talking about the audience response for you personally to feel like, damn, this is so good episode. Maybe you can draw some example of some of the episodes that you have done. And, you know, you can share why do you feel that way about that particular episode?
1: That's a very good question, Vijay. the thing again is, if you look at our, the way we do the show and the way we uh, have been podcasters, right? It's mostly very unconventional than anyone else, right? Uh, we are generally not tightly serious about how we should do be doing the stuff. That being said, we do have some, uh, you know, internal assessment of how, whether we should be putting this episode out or not. So I said earlier that, you know, there have been episodes which we have never published as well. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, so... Once we finish recording, we do the editing. So while doing the editing process, you will get to know whether this conversation is something that, you know, that will captivate ourselves. Like, would I feel like listening to it? And am I even learning anything from it, right? There are cases where things just become banter. It becomes a conversation and there is no real value coming out of it. There's no real information coming out of it. I would feel content with an episode where there's not a minute that someone gets bored. Okay, so what I do is once I record before publishing, uh, while going to office, as I drive, I'll play it in my car, I keep listening. Then I see how much of my attention has gone to the listening to the show, although I know what is the content. So that is kind of a metrics that I look at. If by the end of my journey, I feel that, you know, I didn't even get to uh, learn something or I didn't even find anything interesting that goes through the trash. That's something that I do. Uh, Shankar might have a different way of uh, looking at.
2: We actually recorded an episode with uh, Indian Noir Nikesh, like I think last Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, we talk about horror because that's the thing which he knows the best. So, uh, before recording that episode, we were like, okay, I'm not that a fan of horror, okay? And Vishnu is like, he watches but still he's not really into that. So, before uh, recording that episode, we were like, okay, what are we gonna talk about? It will be probably like, he would be talking like most of the time and we'd be mm-hmm. listening. But while recording the episode, we got to know that there are like so many instances from our life or like so many, you know, uh, things which has happened, which we have not probably paid much heed about. But it all came up while having the conversation and we were like, you know, we actually know a lot about horror too. We have experience, you know, that kind of stuff and all that. So, once we got done with that episode, it went up to like probably more than two hours. Yeah, we were not expecting it to go
1: beyond 30 minutes, but somehow it became two and a half hours.
2: And we (laughs) had the best conversation ever. It was like we were sitting in the same room and we are like just sharing ideas, you know, about horror and all that. And I was like literally surprised with how much we actually, you know, involuntarily knew or like we processed about, you know, horror and all that. So, once you're done with the recording, if I feel good about that, that's where I'm like, okay, I don't care, you know, how many listens we'd get. I feel that this is a good episode. And most of the times that has happened, like we won't, uh, the episodes which we feel like we have done a great job, won't uh, get many uh, listens. But the episode which we have felt like, you know, we have done a bad job gets more listens.
1: <laughs> but uh, if it, to take an example, as you said, uh, if I have to take a specific example, I think the episode we did on smoking was one of my favorites. And that was your topic. The reason being that the conversation was very interesting, animated. There was a bunch of uh, jokes which came in, and yeah. it was a very lively conversation, not like a boring... So what happens with some of my topics is that it gets too technical, and I don't <laughs> realize it. I go and talking, talking, then I'm like, uh, you know what? It's becoming boring because I'm trying to be too technical. Let me not do that. Let's just skim the surface and go. And which is what worked out very well in Smoking episode where we are just, you know, having a good time yeah. talking about all the stuff and which came. And I
2: think it also works when we are like putting out personal experiences. We hmm. even talked about us smoking. So, yeah. you know what? Yeah. <laughs> we kind of put out the, you know, secrets which we have never talked about outside and actually uh, it felt like very personal experience are put out. We feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that
1: basically it. I mean, we don't uh, run it through some strict matrices to see uh, what works out for us. If after recording and listening back to it a couple of times if we feel that, you know what, this would provide enough value in terms of
0: but I think, uh, you know, both of you guys have made a really, really important point here because, you know, both of you, the way each one of you define the episode is a good episode is, you know, really amazing for you, Vishnu, you know, the episode is really good. When you think that there is some value for your listeners, after listening to that episode, if I feel that there is value on this episode, if I'm learning something, then that makes a good episode for me, which is rational way of thinking right so on the other side like if you look at uh sankar has said he says if i feel good about after recording this episode when i feel so content wow this conversation was really amazing it doesn't matter how the content is or you know it doesn't matter what audience might learn from this conversation but for me it was kind of i just feel good after having this conversation you know in a way that I learned a lot about myself and the information that I had on my brain, which is more of an emotional, you know, side of the things. So I think you guys are kind of balancing the both aspects of your episode, which is really, really amazing. I found it very interesting uh so yeah that's that's
1: true Uh, you have stated very true fact that you know it kind of balances out Uh, you know although we have this good chemistry and all on and off the show we have a little bit different personalities you know the way i evaluate i don't go by emotions that much i'm more of a straightforward do you get value out of this if there is no value i don't care about it that's what my uh you know thing is with even when i'm listening to a podcast but Shankar, on the other hand, is little more emotional. He cares about how people, I feel and people feel. And, you know, um, how does it transcend to your uh, emotional state after yeah, you do a recording? That's, that's why it comes out the way he evaluates the episode is based on how happy he feels. And I think, as you said, you know, completely blends and it kind of balances out. Make sure that our conversation is interesting for ourselves and for the listeners as well. Uh, and it also provides a value, which is what ultimately, you know, anyone might be looking for
0: wow that's just a very powerful interesting way there so somebody who is hosting the you know solo podcast then the thing that they can take from what we have just uh you know discussed is maybe find if you are too rational then find somebody in your network a close friend who can you know listen to your episode and give you the emotional side of it and how do they feel after you know one is like what did i learn after listening to this episode and another is how do i feel after listening to this episode right? right so i think balance both of these aspects like how do i feel after listening to this episode and what did i learn after listening to this episode right if you are too emotional then listen to that and sometimes like you can even find few a group of people especially when you are starting the you know podcast uh during the pilot uh something that i like highly, highly recommend people who are just starting podcast to do a pilot and have those kind of people like who see things from the rational side, uh, and also have people who see things from the emotional side, like they need mm-hmm. to feel better about their episodes. I think that's a really powerful uh, insight out there. Right.
1: If I might take one more episode, Bijai, uh and this has been one of the turning points in my uh, podcasting life. And it has made me feel more motivated to continue doing this is we did one episode on uh, Indian languages. Uh, It's supposed to be a series, but we have released only one so far. More should be coming on the way. And we decided to do an episode starting with Kannada language. Naturally, we are in Bangalore. So, the language in Bangalore is Kannada. So, we thought, how about talking about the history of Kannada and all those things? So, I was researching on it and I came across really amazing stories about, uh, you know, if you have listened to that episode, it even talks about Greek place uh, in, you know, 5th century BC, uh, those times, Greek place had Kannada with, uh, you know, included in that as a foreign language. So, that kind of shows what kind of influence, you know, these local Indian languages had even at 2,500, 3,000 years ago. And my idea of doing that episode is to just make Indian crowd aware that, uh, you know, we had such great influence. I was looking at it more as an analytical and, you know, from a data perspective, telling everybody that, you know what, our culture had spread so far. And, you know, we had influence like this 2,500 years ago. And this language had this influence and all. But after I put that episode out and I work in Bangalore, I have a lot of friends uh, who are Kannadigas who are basically from Bangalore. They all listened to the episode. They came back to me. They said, dude, you know what, that was one of your best episodes. I was thinking based on the data and the kind of, uh, you know, research and all those things. But they said, made us feel so good, knowing that, you know, our language and our culture had such an influence on the world. So that is where the emotional part came out. And I felt that, oh, you you know what, I was looking at it completely from a different viewpoint, right? I had a different vantage point to it. But for them, it's not about which how many number of years ago and fifth century and what uh, cultural what. Kind of plays, no, nothing for them. It was like, oh, my beloved, my language, which I speak every day in my house, had such Mm -hmm. an impact in some big culture. See, we consider Western culture to be something great, right? So it had an impact there. So that is, so they feel very emotionally about it. They felt really good knowing that fact. That gave me a different perspective. Then I was like, okay, there are people who are looking for that kind of a satisfaction. So if you provide them value along with them, something that they feel proud about or they feel good about, get their serotonin level flow and all that kind of stuff that really works well.
0: Wow. I think that's just, uh, you know, uh, amazing insight out there. And I think that's going to be the key takeaway of this episode, like balancing the left and right brain, uh, uh, you know, both rational and the emotional side of your brain while producing the episode. And I myself have never thought about that way when you are producing episode, and I'm more of a like a value driven person. Mm-hmm. I need to see value on the podcast. but again, at the moment, like I'm getting into more learning about storytelling and you know getting the art of storytelling. So I'm you know finding those kind of people and the last episode was on the same on this episode as well. Uh, and we are doing some you know workshops and events here, learning storytelling aspect of it and on storytelling it's more about like playing with the emotion of your listeners. Yeah,
1: I completely agree. And I think you're on the right path already because uh, what happens with storytelling is you're putting out instances from one human being's life uh, whom we might be considering as an expert, but he's also human, right? So when he goes through his experiences, you can match to him and think that, oh, you know what? I had the similar experience, but the way he reacted to it and it worked out for him, I can learn a lot from him, right? in that True. way, I think that would be really uh, amazing. I think you're already on the path. Yeah. You you have been since beginning of your Inspiring Talk podcast also. You are doing the same thing. You are asking people about their stories. When you listen to them, you yeah. feel inspired.
2: That is the thing. Yeah, like it's more about True. creating that connection. You know, the relatability factor with your audience, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. like, uh, While listening to your episodes, it's like pretty sure that you are actually connecting with your audience. So that's what the main thing is.
0: I mean, like with me, like I need to kind of get into that emotional level by just asking my guests to share about the darkest phase in their life so that if somebody is even facing some challenges in their life so that they can feel, man, that man went through that level of challenge and, you know, he didn't give up. And, you know, my challenge or problem that I'm facing at the moment is like very small in front of, uh, you know, the kind of challenge that he went through. Uh, then you know that's where he can relate and after that like the, that's the emotional connect that person right there and after that
1: that also gives them a lot of hope yeah yeah
0: that also definitely gives them a lot of hope and then hope doesn't just work right and after that you need to get like actionable items that i can do to get out of that and that's where i asked them how did you get out of this which means now the person hears like what is the first action that you have taken what is the first thing that you have taken or what is the first book that you have read or you know what is it that you were saying to yourself and these are like the accessible things that audience can take back and implement on their own life to now you know they connected emotionally now they have actionable items that they can uh, you know implement on their own life so that uh, you know they possibly can come out of that situation so
2: yeah if you need any help with that emotional side or something you know I can take classes you know (laughs) <laughs> hundred dollars i won't take card okay? there you go.
0: <laughs> i don't take a okay, only transaction uh cool guys you might have known by now these guys are never going to stop because they are right and geeks and they can go on and on and on but uh, yeah. um you know uh let me now you know take you guys to the rapid fire round are you guys ready for this we are
1: ready for it
0: both of you can answer this question one by one so one podcast that you are hooked to recently
1: uh, i started listening to impact theory recently uh, very recently in fact i think it's been going on for many number of years but i started listening to it recently and i'm completely hooked right now
2: for me it's of course the ground up show uh, by matt Diavella.
0: if you have to give one message to people who are looking at starting their podcast
1: so i would say don't get too much stuck uh, with what equipment and how much I should invest and all that stuff. Don't go for the most expensive stuff out there. Just get started with whatever you have. Don't spend too much when you're just starting. You can always improve. So that will remove a lot of uh, you know, starting trouble for you.
2: Yeah, my message would be on the similar lines. Just start because uh the starting few episodes, like probably the first 30 or 50 episodes are where you can make mistakes. And you will have very less audience so that not many people will get to know about it. So uh, you just start and make a lot of mistakes and learn from it. That's all. Just start. Yeah.
0: Awesome. One podcasting advice that you'd like to give to existing podcasters. Uh,
1: Again, don't get stuck up with all the rules and regulations of podcasting that virtually people have put out there. Everybody has a different way of doing it. uh, And one rule does not apply to someone else. Recently, someone told me there are these 19 steps to making sure a podcast episode is great. I don't believe in that. Whatever makes you feel better inside, as Shankar said, uh, you know, as we discussed earlier, if you feel this is what your audience wants, just do it. Don't stick to these rules uh, where it becomes difficult for you to even come out with some kind of content.
2: I'm not that, you know, uh, knowledgeable enough to give an (laughs) advice to a podcaster. So, uh,
0: no, you have done 50 episodes. Yeah,
2: don't get stuck with metrics and all, you know, do what you like to do. If you feel like one day, this is not working out. Just stop and start another podcast, which is about things that you like. There's no point, you know, continuing if you are not enjoying it. You know, enjoy the process. Otherwise, just stop and start something else.
0: One step on the podcasting workflow that you guys wish you could skip. Uh,
2: Show notes, writing show notes. I just hate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I, uh, you know, completely eliminate the editing process as such. (laughs) Just get the episode directly and upload it. Yeah,
0: then you gotta try broadcasting it out there. Put it out. (laughs) Yeah. So now uh, fill in the blanks. If I was not podcasting,
2: I would be... Someone who would be talking to Vishnu about a lot of stuff in our living room.
1: And I would be probably writing a lot of short stories.
0: And now you have to, you know, fill in the blanks for this as well. Because of podcasting, I have been
1: able to... Meet a lot of brilliant, creative creators.
2: And, you know, I'm able to like hold the conversation a lot better with someone.
0: So now this is the last one. Um... So, what is your one favorite podcasting tool?
2: For me, it is
1: my mics. I always keep obsessing about mics. I bought these mics recently. I got it imported from US. Now I'm obsessing about new mic which came in the market.
0: So, what's that mic that you have been obsessing about? Broad
1: came out with a new mic which is specifically for podcasting purposes. I don't remember the name exactly. Uh, it, Yeah, it's about $100 uh, for a mm-hmm. mic.
2: Yeah, for me, it's Audacity because I used to think that it's not a great tool when I was into music. I used to use Cubase and all that. But now that we are podcasting and Audacity has come and helped us a lot in this field. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, we came at the end of uh, the rapid fire round and you guys did pretty good job there. So, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. But uh, before you sign off, uh, if people would like to reach out to you and, uh, you know, uh, listen to your podcast, or maybe give you feedback. What's the best possible so way? So
1: if you're already a podcast listener, we assume that you have some kind of app in your phone uh, through which you listen to your podcast. Just search for Writer and Geek Show. You will find us. You can subscribe to us there. We are available on all the channels, including Spotify, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts and everything else, Google Podcasts and all that. Or else you can directly go to our website, writerandgeek.com. You can listen to the episodes there, download the episodes, find all our social links in our, on our website
2: as well. And yeah, if you want to give us feedbacks, so you can either go to our website and you know, right on any podcast platform too. Or if you want to reach to us like personally, uh, all our handles, Twitter, Instagram and all are mentioned in our website. And you don't have to go and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We actually don't care about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just give us direct feedback. If you feel uh, to have a conversation, you can just email us Definitely, you can email them
0: and also you can find this so CastBox definitely yeah. make use of that comment section so that you I want to
1: mention that one best thing about CastBox is that you have this comment section where you get instant feedback. I don't know, for some reason, I don't find this iTunes comments to be very intuitive. CastBox is more like a conversation. So if you want a best app for listening to us is CastBox, please go and listen to us. Give us feedback there. Give us some good ratings. Subscribe to us. And CastBox is one of the, I still listen to most of my podcasts on CastBox and um, really amazing user interface uh, than anything I've seen. Uh, Very excellent way of promoting uh, podcasters also. And uh, one thing that I'm very, you know, I obsess about user interface, as I said, right? You guys have different skins that you can put on CastBox as well. I have installed something. Wherein your lock screen changes into kind of a record label kind of a thing. It's amazing. That is one reason that, you know, I have installed it and I listened to it. And
2: another great thing about CastBox is that they have been like promoting indie podcasters. So it's been really helpful for us to get them at
0: Apparently, this guy seems to remember, you know, the paycheck that I sent them before this episode. Now they have been talking a lot of good things Uh, about. It
1: goes both ways, uh, Vijay. And I think you have been very instrumental in uh, helping out a lot of podcasters to come up from India. Uh, you know initially uh, there was no uh, you know there was no confidence in um, you know whether India has any market in when it comes Basically, to podcasting.
2: we thought we were the only ones who are doing it yeah and then yep. uh, the virtual meetups happen. and
1: yeah know. I think that all started with the curated list that you put on your website initially and I'm really thankful to you that you're pushing uh, you know Indian podcasters into the uh, limelight of the world by you know being with CastBox and CastBox has been really really helpful in you know uh, giving us some yeah. visibility so we are absolutely thankful for
2: the that. whole network started because of that we met yeah. Saif and Naga because of that and Autopod Collective also
0: yeah so guys on the cast box are you listening to these guys now it's time for you to rethink about the compensation <laughs> <laughs> seriously yeah <laughs> anyways guys Thank you so much for being on the show. I really, really enjoyed having this conversation with you. Uh, and thanks for your time. Thank I you really so much
1: for course. having us, Vijay. Uh, this was, as I said, the you know, Writer and Geek has reached its peak. Uh, to be a part <laughs> yeah. of your podcast is something that, that has really been amazing for us. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, man.
1: Absolute pleasure.
0: Hello, podcasters and listeners. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to Podcast Unfiltered on Castbox and send us your feedback by leaving a comment there. This podcast is a Castbox original show. Castbox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can get all your favorite podcasts. It is where I consume all my podcasts from and I'm sure you will love this too. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next.